This is the Perfect Pup Podcast, helping you build a better relationship with your pup. Presented by Pupford. Hello, pup parents, and welcome to today's episode of the Perfect Pup Podcast. This is an important one. Most of the time, I like to give advice about what you can do to improve your dog's behavior, tips to be a better pup parent, those types of things. But in this episode, I'm going to give a warning. I'm going to talk about what you might be doing that's actually ruining your dog's recall or come when called. So let's get right into it. We've talked about on this podcast before, there are so many things that you have to worry about as a pup parent, things you're working on. And in most instances, I really do think it's important to focus on, okay, what do I want to have happen? And let me focus on those things and work on work, work towards those things with my dog to help improve their behavior. And unfortunately, many times as pup parents, we unknowingly create drawbacks or stepbacks or roadblocks for ourselves, sometimes without even knowing it. One of the most difficult behaviors to teach is recall or, you know, come when called. So you're out, you're at the park, whatever, you call your dog to you. And the idea is they come right back to you, sit so nice right in front of you and you do whatever is needed. That's recall, right? The reality is often much, much different. And one thing that I see all the time as I'm walking or running through the park is people doing things that are truthfully probably ruining their dog's recall. And I'm going to give you a few examples as well as some alternatives to these things that can ruin your dog's recall. So how many times have you been at the park and maybe your dog is playing with other dogs and it's time to go and you say, buddy, come, and you call them to you and they do come. And then the next thing you do is clip up the leash or clip your dog on the leash, leave the park and fun's over into the car. You go to go home and sit on the couch, your dog, not you necessarily, but for your dog to go home and sit on the couch or another example, your dog potentially is out in the backyard having a fun time and you call their name. You say, buddy, come and you call them inside and then you give them a bath or your you pull out the nail clippers and you say buddy come and comes on over and the next thing you know you're clipping his nails and he's a little bit bothered and what you've just done is you have created a connection in your dog's mind and just through the laws of learning and how that works for our dogs of sometimes when you call your dog to you not great things happen, like leaving the park, like getting a bath, like getting their nails trimmed, whatever it might be, anything that is inherently not ideal for your dog, if that comes after you give the cue for your dog to come to you, your dog might not want to come to you as frequently. And therefore, you start ruining your dog's recall, sometimes without even knowing it. And so the the question of course, in your mind might be, well, what do I do? Because if I am at the park and my dog's off playing, or if I do need to get my dog to come inside to go take a bath, or I do need to trim my dog's nails, you know, what do I need to do? Like, I have to have my dog come to me. And that's where you might be wrong. You can go to your dog. I know in every instance that that is not a reality, especially if it's, you know, a park open space and, you know, you might just need to call your dog to you, but my 
you can go to your dog. You go to the dog. You don't have to give the recall cue. You don't have to say come. And you go to your dog when you want to leash them up. You go to your dog and get them and bring them with you when you want to give them a bath. You go to your dog when you want to brush their teeth. You don't call them to you. Every time you call your dog to you, it should have a positive experience on the back end, whether that is playing, throwing a ball, treats, food, their meal, whatever it might be, it needs to be positive because Again, recall is such a difficult behavior that if you are unknowingly and not on purpose creating moments where you're giving reasons for your dog not to want to come to you, then they may not want to come to you. Another example that I do see of how people might be ruining their dog's recall, hopefully you haven't experienced this, but if you have, you're at a park, I keep using that example, but you're at a park your dog takes off after something or you're even in your backyard and your dog starts, uh, you know, doing something you don't want them to do. You say, buddy, come. Your dog comes back or doesn't come back to you, right? And you're sitting there, buddy, come. And you're yelling, you're trying to get their attention, trying to get them to come back to you. And then they finally come back and you scold them or you get angry or you you know, hopefully not, but maybe you yell at them or, or again, just something that is negative. When your dog comes back to you, it does not matter. And I, this one is, has been a bit confusing, but the way it's been explained to me by Tracy Madsen trainer, dog trainer, who we've had on the podcast before is even if your dog just ran off across the street into a dangerous place, when they come back to you, you still need to praise. You still need to give a reward because they're Again, your dog needs to know that coming back to you is never a bad thing. And every time you give them a reason to believe that it is, they are going to be less likely to come back to you. So let's simplify it. When you call your dog to you, a not enjoyable thing for them should never come right after. Whether it's a bath, whether it's you know getting leashed up to go inside or whatever it might be, you know, everything's different for every dog, but the, the recall cue should never be followed by something that your dog is not going to enjoy. There needs to be some type of break in the middle. And this is kind of an interim solution um, of, of what you can do. So for example, if, if you are at a park and you do need your dog to come back to you and you know, you're going to leash them up, what you can do is you can bring them back to you. You can give them a reward, ideally a treat, but maybe it's play, maybe it's fetch. You know, for me, when I, when I do fetch, if my dog's farther away, I might call them to me and kind of give them the notion that we might be leaving. And, and, but when they come back to me, I'm going to reward them and sometimes even do one or two more short throws because then there is again, positive interaction with, Hey, I came back to my human and I got a couple more throws. And then when you are ready to leash your dog up to leave, clip them up, go to them and clip them up. So again, I know that some of the things that I've said can sound like very hard and fast. And, and the reality with dogs is that the the way we look at things and the way we talk about things, it's always easier said than done. And I know that there will be instances where this might not seem feasible. And 
I recognize that it might not be, but generally speaking, have that in your mind of, okay, when I call my dog to me, what is the next thing that's coming after? You know, even if you do give a treat, if right after that you clip them up and leave, I think it's better to just try and put some other behaviors in between that so that the connection does not get created for your dog's brain of, I got called to my human, bad things happened. I had to leave the park where I'm hanging out with other dogs, or I, now I'm getting a bath. Whatever it might be, you get the idea. Do as much as you can to keep the recall behavior only associated with positive things for your dog, and you will see improvements in their ability to come back to you when you call them. So I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope it gives you some ideas on how you can improve your dog's recall because no matter the dog, we always need to be practicing and polishing the recall behavior. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, share it with another pup parent that you know who would benefit from learning how to not ruin their dog's recall. And if you have not, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's super helpful for this podcast to get found by more pup parents and it helps me to know what you do and don't enjoy on these podcast episodes. But other than that, we will catch you on the next episode.